Hello, hello everyone. This is Mariella back with another episode of Life in Mars. So I just got off of work about an hour ago. I have since gotten home, eaten dinner, and I felt like podcasting today. I felt like talking, so that's what I'm doing. I don't really have a plan, and by I don't really have, I mean I don't at all have a plan for today. So I'm just going to go ahead and see what I come up with. Um, so just quickly, today has been a little bit of a mess for me. <laughs> um, I feel like since in the morning, I felt pretty good. So yesterday, um, I was supposed to edit the last podcast, but I or the last episode, but I didn't. Um, I thought, I don't know, I wasn't really like feeling it 100%. So I don't know if I'm going to upload that episode or not. I might just skip to this one. But I wasn't feeling it 100%. So instead of editing that podcast, I spent most of my time... Um, <clears throat> fixing my playlist on Spotify, which is something that needed to be done a lot. I realized that there's a lot of music that I like that I haven't been listening to just because I had it in like, um, in either scattered folders or just random folders that I hadn't gotten to yet into making actual playlists out of them. And I'd been listening to the same thing over and over again. So right now I'm starting to diversify a little bit more, starting to rediscover new gems or old gems that I liked um, from a few years back or whatever that I haven't listened to in a while just because they were in the wrong place and I don't go through my random, um, I don't listen to my random playlists just because for the most part, I think I tend to be in moods when I listen to music and I try to, I like to have a cohesive, um, listening experience, I guess with that. So I don't really shuffle my playlists. I don't really, or I might shuffle the playlist, but I won't go into different things for the most part. And by different things, I mean, I won't go from like rap to like country to, um, <clears throat> to like, some sad music to like classical for the most part I stick to one genre um so I've been working on my playlist I still have like half of them to go through which I think will be fine I'll eventually get through all of them hopefully fingers crossed and so that's what I did yesterday and so today in the morning I was listening to one of the one of the pot like playlists um and that one it's still not in the right order but all of the songs are in the same genre I just need to fix them so when I listen to them it doesn't jump as much at it as it is now which I'm gonna do after I record this but anyway right now I am breathing health and wellness <laughs> by <clears throat> my god my throat I'm drinking this like lemon ginger tea that I bought from Trader Joe's and I mixed it with vodka. I don't know why something about like that vibe, like mixing like lemon ginger tea with vodka or like having a shot of Pedialyte and a shot of tequila, it just really does it for me because <laughs> it feels like I'm not like 100% fucking myself over or like setting myself up for failure. Um, and by failure, I mean like being super hungover, like feeling bad the next day. Not that I feel bad. I think it's just, I just like the vibe. Um, so that's what I'm drinking right now. And so this morning was a fucking mess for me. So I got an Uber to work because of the whole me not having a driver's license. My sister worked this morning, so she wasn't able to take me. And so I got an Uber. It was a pretty nice car. <laughs> And while we were on the freeway, I noticed that, um, that like the button, I guess, for 
how you lock the car and unlock the car it was like sunken in like in those horror fucking movies where like a serial killer will kidnap or like a taxi driver serial killer will like kidnap um someone and then they'll like lock them in and the person isn't able to unlock themselves and so I was like oh my god I didn't hear the like little clicking noise that the door was locked but I was like but if it is locked how the fuck am I gonna unlock this so I was a little bit paranoid um with that and then the like the glass started getting foggy and stuff which I assumed was like my like my breath or whatever because I was staring at the window the whole entire time to try to not make eye contact or talk to him just because I didn't feel like fucking talking um and that's why I started getting in my head and thinking all of these things but so the glass started getting foggy and so like naturally you would think it was my breath it was my breath but part of me was like oh this is there's gas in here in here I was like I'm getting gassed I was like but of all the things this probably isn't like the worst way to go at least they're like gassing me at least I won't be able to like feel or do anything you know because my next thought went to like organ trafficking for whatever reason so I was like I'm gonna fucking die here or like and and then I thought I was like I wonder if they kill you when they organ traffic you or if they just like steal some of your organs or if they steal all of your organs um so that's what was going through my head and I guess it affected honestly I didn't think it affected me that much just because I like that's more or less my thought process like not that exactly um but it was like my thought process and I was pretty chill about it I was like I guess this is the way to go what am I gonna do am I gonna fight probably not I don't feel like it right now um so I was like I'm just gonna let it happen (laughs) and so um I was paranoid about that, um, but I didn't think it affected me so much as when I got to work. Luckily, I had uh, like a training session this morning, so I wasn't like actually doing tasks. I was more listening to someone speak for the first like hour and 15 minutes, and then I had my break. So it was like for the first hour and a half that um, I wasn't doing anything. But while I was on my break, I low-key had like a mini panic attack. It wasn't a full-blown panic attack. I've only had a few, like a handful of panic attacks in my life to the point where I can't like it's not I don't, like I can't breathe or like I get shortness of breath. Um, I know that I'll, I'll end up fine. So like I always just like tell myself to breathe. But like if anyone's near me, I'll they'll like get scared or whatever because they don't know what's going on um so it wasn't like that I didn't get shortness of breath or anything but I did like touch my chest with my hand and I was like oh my god I need to take a few deep breaths like why am I so fucking like anxious over this um the only thing I could think of was linking it to my little morning like almost dying I guess Um, But that doesn't 100% make sense just because I wasn't like fully affected by that um, encounter. So I don't know if it was that or like what it was just because lately I feel like I've been like more and more unstable or it feels like that. I just don't know what's going on with me. It definitely is not normal for me. It's not something that I like normally deal with. I know that anxiety for me is a little bit, um, but not to the point where it's like, like out of control, I guess, or like coming from nowhere. Like right, like how I was feeling this morning, I feel like it, like I shouldn't have felt that way or like I like in the past I wouldn't have felt that way so the fact that I'm feeling that way now makes me worry a little bit about like like if everything's okay with me a (laughs) which I would say no and I feel like that's part of me like 
part of me making the effort to like make this podcast and like reach out in the way that I am right now by like making this podcast vocalizing how I'm feeling to see if that helps me manage myself a little bit better but it's not like a typical thing for me what I've been feeling lately um so I think part of me like being so unstable and like trying to figure myself out is part of me responding to the way to the like new ways that I've been feeling if that makes sense so that was something that happened this morning um and then I after I took a few deep breaths then it was I was still a little bit like oh I need to watch myself like I don't want to like have a panic attack in front of everyone (laughs) um so I was just like taking it slowly um just not like exciting myself too much not like pressuring myself too much just going with the flow um and then I was fine and then towards the end of the day things got pretty like positive for me I guess I would say or not like positive but like I was chill I was chilling um so that's how my day ended um yeah but I guess another thing that I want to talk about is from the last episode that I released about like the first one about the path to transformation I realized how fucking insane it sounds to the the like role that religion plays. So I want to dissect that a little bit um, just so that it makes a little bit more sense to you if you're listening to me for just my own fucking references. Um, So I think that's what I want to talk about today. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about religion just because it I know that it plays such a big part of my life, um, but I didn't realize how big until <laughs> I was listening to myself over um, the last episode that I, that I edited, the one on the path to transformation. I was realizing, I like realized how fucking crazy it sounds what I was saying. Um, so I want to dissect that a little bit. So going back to childhood... Um, we did go to church when I was little. We would go regularly every Sunday. Um, I was even one of the, I don't know what they're called in English, but in Spanish, the monaguillos, one of the like church, like you help the priest by like in mass ringing the little bell or um, I never did the bell, but it was always my goal to like ring the little bell. Um, but you wear, you wear basically this like, I don't know what it's like a, like the thing that monks wear or like I don't know what it is it's like a white like drape I guess and then there's like a little rope around your waist so that's what you wear and the like the you're supposed to be like the helper so like you help ring the bell um you hold the bible for the priest while he's like reading it you bring him the eucharist and the wine or not the wine the wine someone else brings but you bring him the eucharist the little um the glass just a bunch of things like that so and every person has different things and so I was one of those we would regularly go to church 
And then um, I'm not sure exactly how old I was, but the priest that was at the church that we would go got transferred to another church that was still kind of nearby, um, but it was a little bit of a longer drive. So instead of having it be 15 minutes away from where we lived, it be it was like an hour away. I think it is an hour away or like 40 minutes, something like that. And so for a while, we went to that church and then we just stopped going. And then we would we didn't go to church for a while. And I want to say that I was around maybe like seven, maybe a little bit sooner when we stopped going to church. But it was a, sometime around there. Um, and then we stopped going to church. We would still like religion still played a role in our lives it wasn't like my parents didn't believe anymore um they just stopped going because the priest moved to a different place and then it became kind of like a little bit tiresome to drive 40 minutes every um every week and then I don't know what other reasons they had but the point is we stopped going to church um but we still had like a bunch of like images around the house so we had like um a christ um or a cross a bunch of crosses um a bunch of like religious paintings and stuff like that and then when i was 13 or 14 my dad was deported um and we went we were at the same time we were going through a bunch of other family tra- like family struggles so my mom then turned to church and she got very into it and she still is to this point. Um, she got more involved by a going, starting to go to church again, and then also being involved in like different church groups and stuff like that. Um, seeking support that way. So that was how she got out of, um, all of the like coping with the issue, some of the issues that we were having. And she didn't force us to go to, um, to church with her, but she would talk to us regularly about like the importance of God, um, and like different topics that she would learn while going to her groups. Um, and then, so like, I guess, by way of her, I started getting reintroduced to church, to um, going to church, to religion. She would regularly read the Bible, pray. And then we also, then me and my sister, um, sometimes I would go to church with her whenever I felt like it, but it wasn't like a regular basis thing. And then we did go to a few retreats with her and some without her too, just to further develop our like spirituality or like religious selves um and so I feel like that's why religion is so ingrained on me in me um not so much because of the um the like my childhood I guess because I don't think I really fully like I don't want to say I didn't believe in God but I like I didn't believe in God but I didn't not believe in God if that makes sense it was more of like a passive thing to me until my mom started getting involved in the church and I started going to mass a little bit more um, and I started going to these retreats um, religion became more of a choice that I made and I had a few like experiences that um, I'm pretty sure other people in other religions have also had other people in Catholicism have had with like feeling the presence of God and stuff like that so like now I can't say that I can't like 
like I, I don't like I can't say that I don't believe in God just because I have had those experiences. Um, same thing with other people from other religions or other people from Catholicism that have had those experiences. And obviously, I am more with Catholicism. I it just like makes the most I don't want to say sense to me like I guess it makes the most sense to me but also I think it's it comes down to like that's what I grew up in um so that's what I know and I have gone to a few other meetings from like Quaker um Quaker meetings and other stuff like that as part of um like school and learning about different religions and stuff like that but they just haven't like clicked with me the way that catholicism do i don't want to say that they're invalid because some of the people in those religions they have have had similar experiences as i have had in catholicism um so i'm not like super like catholicism is the only way like for me it is (laughs) it is but i also can't negate the experiences that other people have had because i'm sure that other people feel the same way um about catholicism and them not understanding why we practice the way that we do so religion started playing more and more of a role in my life and now I would say um, it has been something that I want to have wanted to like strengthen my relationship with God in the recent years and I've been wanting to do that more in an independent way so when I was away at college in Santa Barbara um, more towards the end of my stay in Santa Barbara I started going to mass a little bit more and then in Spain I would regularly go to mass um Um, again that was in like the second half of it and now I see like how I feel like it's whenever I do anything um, or not anything but especially things that like trigger me I guess when it comes to like anything spirituality related I always think of God first or like what I've thought about in um, or like what I've what I know um, from what people have told me from church and then some of my own like thoughts and stuff on those. So like, for example, when it, when it comes to like spirituality, whether that's like this book or like horoscopes or anything like that, I in like initially or like innately have a little bit of a barrier because um, from what I've heard, a lot of like the church is views on stuff like that. It's that it's not within like the parameters of God, not that it's not true um, or that it can't give you information, but it's seen as like a negative thing that like, yeah, maybe you'll get this information, you'll get this confirmation or whatever, especially in like the case of like tarot readings or like horoscopes and stuff like that, you'll, you'll get this information, but um, at a cost because it's not like that message or that like whatever isn't coming from God, it's coming from something else and by something else, meaning like demonic or some bad um, spirit. So that's what I've heard. So that's what's kind of been ingrained in me. So by extension, anytime that I like something spiritual um, that's not directly related with the church or like that doesn't have things to do with like reading the Bible or like practicing like praying or something like that um I always have that little bar up um which I think is super interesting I think I've mentioned this in another podcast but just the extent that like religion has as like a form of control or like a form of I guess you could say as like a form of control but you could also say as like a form of cohesion um within a group of people to just like have the same values 
theoretically, we have different values in my experience, um, but theoretically, it should have some form of cohesion with a group of people being like church goers to have a similar viewpoint on life, to have similar aspirations, to have similar goals, similar like ways of doing stuff, which doesn't include spirituality outside of church and I feel like that's something that I've struggled with one because um, part of me is like really fascinated or like interested in um, some of like the tarot or like mostly like horoscopes I think it's super interesting the way that like people can get profiled in a specific sense and to see some of like it's not always accurate and I don't know if it's just done in like a way that that can be applied to like anyone depending on how you're looking at it um but I have like I do know a little bit um and by a little bit I like I mean like I've talked to with about it with friends and stuff like that to know that some of the things that are accurate I guess and they're like profiling or whatever you want to call it um so that's like super that's interesting to me but at the same time I have that like stigma that it's wrong in my head so I can't like fully invest if you know what I mean and then also part of me just doesn't like not that doesn't believe it but like I'm like, oh yeah, like it, I guess it makes sense, but it also doesn't have to make sense. And also, um, I know that like one of the, like, um, the, it gets like complicated from what I've, from what I've heard to be able to interpret some of these things because there's a bunch of like different, I don't know, like signs that you can be depending on like your birth chart or whatever. So it gets a little bit convoluted trying to dissect that, um, like the actual meaning behind things. I feel like you have to know how to read things or whatever, because there's a lot of like information that comes into it. Um, and then I've also heard that like one of the, like, I don't, not warnings, but like one of the like, hey, like, <laughs> I'm just going to say warnings because I can't think of any another word, but it's not warnings. But one of the warnings um, that people give is to like, oh, you can always change your destiny or like be in control. Like it's not a 100% accurate representation. So I've read that. So, so I've read that. <laughs> I've heard that. So I think that with that also it comes down to like oh yeah I guess this is a reading for what it is now but like things can always change um and because I do have that stigma it's not like I'm gonna keep like doing it you know I shouldn't keep doing it um so yeah that's super interesting and then also when it comes to like my personal life I've noticed this more and more but there's obviously oh I'm not sure if I'm speaking into the microphone correctly um but one of the things I've noticed as of recently has been um that I've oh my god where was I I don't know what I was talking like I, I know the general topic but I don't know exactly where I left off so I'll just go ahead and start over so as of recently one of the things that I've been thinking about has been um 
the role that religion has with like some of the ways that I want to live life and whether I like make exceptions for things or not because I know that a lot like one of the like criticisms that people outside of the church and within the church have on like church goers or like religious people is some of the hypocrisies that come um with like conflicting viewpoints um for example when it comes to like sex before marriage um I know that some people that like religiously go to church and they um they have very strong judgments against something for example um like gay marriage or some people have like double standards I guess you would say when it comes to like sex before marriage and that's regular churchgoers will have sex before marriage but then be super judgmental of other things that I would argue are like equally um not seen as like properly in the church something like for example gay marriage um so like some of the conflicting things with that I'm like oh so you want to make an exception for this but not this okay um so in my personal life one of the things that I've struggled with has been some of those hypocrisies when it comes to like what are my thoughts on different topics and obviously I've been influenced a lot by like Um, going to university hearing different people more like in a liberal setting of hearing things like that that aren't 100% eye to eye with the way that the church views things with the way that the church um, expresses that its followers should view things Um, so I've I've um, I've struggled with that concept of whether I want to make exceptions for certain things outside of what the church makes exceptions for because I know that church has like very strong feelings on um like like let's stick with um with sex before marriage I know that it's seen as something wrong um sex before marriage sex out of wedlock whatever you want to call it um so I know that the church has very strong feelings on that but it seems like there are almost like exceptions made or not as like harsh like not as harsh judgments on people that um for example that go to church regularly they're not married but they do live together so it's like obviously they're having relations i feel like there's a lot more tolerance for those types of people than it than there is for um people that like have same-sex partners so with some of that i'm like do like one I, I'm not like against either of them. Um, and that's just in my personal viewpoint. I'm like, I know that the church says that you should be against it, but I personally am not really against it. Um, so I don't know if that me being not against it is because I see some of those like inconsistencies when it comes to like this or that, or if it's because I genuinely just don't give a fuck. Um, oh wow. I was speaking out of the microphone, motherfucker. Anyway, so, um, and in my personal life with some of the way that I, like, like I was saying with some of the ways that I want to live life, I don't know how to balance that or manage that, or I don't know exactly what to think. Cause I know that if I talk to someone from the church, they'll be like, oh yeah, that's like a wrong way to live. Or like, that's not the goal, the end goal or whatever. Um, but then they'll have a bunch of stuff in their life so basically it's like oh well 
I want to make exceptions for the things that I want to make exceptions for. And then everyone else can like make exceptions for the things that they want to make exceptions for. But also I'm like, when it comes to like having that viewpoint, I'm like, isn't that like bad too? Um, so I just have conflicting things when it comes to like good and bad, um, whether things are like religiously okay or like religiously not okay. Um, yeah, you could say religion has a very, very big role in my life. Um, but at the same time, okay, so basically the way that I understand myself religiously, spiritually, the way, however you want to, um, think about it, maybe this will clarify things, maybe it won't, um, is that I believe in God and I basically believe in like the creed that we say in church but I don't necessarily believe in all of the other extra stuff. And also when it comes to like people citing the Bible for certain things, I do believe in the Bible and I do believe um, in some of the things and like the th in some of the things and the things that it says are not all, I don't know if all of them. Um, my struggle is with its interpretation because I know that the way that it's written is very um, like open. You can apply it to very very different things um like same thing with like <laughs> with like the path of transformation depending on what your headspace is I feel like you can read the same passage over and over again and get different messages every single time just based on like what you're thinking of just because it's such an open way of writing it's such a like yeah just an open way of writing um that can be applied to many different things um so i know that there there is probably errors in interpretation that we have made with that i just don't know the extent of those errors yeah i just basically don't 100 percent know what to do i don't know whether to follow blindly what the church says or not blindly but like i guess kind of blindly what the church says or if just to do my own thing um I know myself well enough to know that I'll <laughs> end up just doing my own thing <laughs> um um I still want to go on the religiously just to fully dissect that but I don't know what else that's was pretty much the biggest thing um in my headspace that like the role that religion plays in my day-to-day -day life and the way that I um experience things view things stuff like that well, I guess also another thing with me religiously is that because I've had the experiences that I have had in like retreats and stuff like that, um, I can't, like I said, say that I don't believe in God just because that would be almost lying to myself um, with the experiences that I've had. But at the same time, I do have a little bit of like an abrasion towards the church because of those hypocrisies that I don't like fully 100% understand, fully 100% agree with. So like part of me still has a little bit of that wall. Um, so yeah, I just don't know what to think in terms of that. Um, and then also another thing that like makes me a little bit like... That, like confuses me even more is that I feel like even though I'm not <laughs> where I currently want to be I feel like I have been lucky in a lot of senses um and lucky in terms of like that like God has just like taken care of stuff for me or like facilitated my process a little bit even though I have I do feel like I don't know it's a it's like a conflicting thing because I do feel like I've worked very hard for the things that I've wanted um 
But at the same time, I feel like a lot of it has also just been being in the right place at the right time, um, being exposed to like the right programs, right resources, stuff like that has helped that have that has helped me um, do some of the things that I've wanted to do, for example, like study abroad and stuff like that. Um, for example, study abroad, um, going to college, living on my own for a little bit that I have been lucky enough to experience. Um, and I do, um, give a lot of that to God and like the blessings of God. So I don't like, I don't know that I've, I would have received, <laughs> like this is my, my thought process. So I don't know if I would have received as much help from him, from her, from it, if um, I was like so far off the beaten path. But at the same time, I feel like I've struggled a lot and like some of, some things have been harder for me than necessary. Um, so in that friend, I also feel like I'm like, maybe I don't see eye to eye. So I just, my whole like life existence has just been a fucking shit show, a fucking conflicting thing that I don't 100% understand. So yeah, basically I don't know where I stand. Also religiously, I don't think I'm, <laughs> I'm going to heaven. If, well, Let's say there is a heaven and hell and purgatory. I don't think I'm going to heaven. I pray to God that I go to purgatory and like hopefully I'll like evade hell, but we'll see. Um, Obviously, I would like to go straight to heaven, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think so. But at the same time, I'm like, who goes straight to heaven? Like everyone makes, everybody makes mistakes. (laughs) Um, and I feel like everyone's for the most part is a little conflicting. No one follows a hundred percent just because we are human. We do make exceptions for different things and like life is complicated. Um, so I don't think that there's anyone that would go straight to heaven if everything's on a scale of like good, bad, or if there's no like sliding scale, everything is either good or bad. I think most people would end up at least in purgatory, maybe even hell. So I also don't know that I 100% believe that narrative just because that doesn't really make sense that like you would strive for basically perfection going to heaven. And then, but at the same time, I'm like, um, I saw this quote once that was like, oh, um, there's a reason why there's a stairway to heaven and a highway to hell because of expected like traffic capacity as like a stairway is like a one lane thing where like you'll more or less be like the only person going up those stairs or something like that. And a highway is like a five, 10, 15 plus lane highway, um, so yeah, I have, I just have, I don't know, I just have conflicting um, thoughts about everything. So that's basically the moral of this episode, Mariela, the confused person. So yeah, I think that's it for today's episode. I'm going to finish my drink and then continue to edit some of my playlists. And that's it for another episode of Life in Mars. Ciao, ciao, darlings.